Hi, this is Manish Chauhan from jagoinvestor.com. I just thought I will be creating a short audio on budget and let me clarify some of the points. I think people are very confused. So, uh, so I think most of the investors were actually expecting that ATC limit will be raised and that they will have to actually pay less taxes on their income, etc., etc. But uh, the government gave a very big surprise where they said that they are going to simplify the taxation, but I think they have complicated it to the next level. Now investors have to choose between the old slab and the new way of taxation, etc., etc. So what has happened? So government said that you know they are bringing in the new regime of tax slabs. Okay. So under the new tax slabs, uh, there are taxes you pay anywhere from zero percent to thirty percent. So the uh, here is here is the range so up from 0 to 2.5 there is no tax 0% tax from 2.5 to 5 lakh rupees there is 5% tax from 5 to 7.5 lakhs there is 10% then 7.5 to 10 lakhs 15% 10 to 12.5 20% 12.5 to 15 lakhs 25% and above 15 lakhs there is 30% tax okay a lot of people feel that uh, that 2.5 to 5 lakh rupees there is no taxation but actually it is only for those people whose income is less than 5 lakh rupees so for someone who is who is who has an income of 4 lakh rupees or 4 and a half lakh rupees i'm talking about the taxable income okay not the absolute income for them it will be 0% tax but someone who is earning much much more and their taxable income is above 5 lakh rupees even if it is 1 rupee more than 5 lakh rupees they will be paying that 5% tax under that bracket Okay. Apart from this, uh, the old education says of 4% is anyways there and then surcharge etc. for high income earners is anyways there. Okay, So government said that this is the new tax uh, regime, these are the new slabs and the investors actually get a choice between old slabs and the new slabs. Okay, But if you choose the new system, in that case you will not have any deductions and any exemptions now that was a shocker because you know people are so used to <clears throat> save the tax by investing in ppf elss etc uh, etc et okay house loan interest and and whatnot hra uh, and and so many things and now all those things are gone for all those people who want to shift to the new system so you have a choice either stay with the old slabs with all those deductions and exemptions nothing changes for you whatever you did last year you keep on doing in the future also or you move to the new system with no exemption and deduction so what all goes away in the new system so everything like your ppf elss epf uh, life insurance premium medical insurance premium home loan interest hra lta standard deduction that extra 50,000 in NPS, donations under ATG, education loan interest, all those will go away. I mean the deduction will go away. These, these products will be there. Okay, Your home loan interest is there, medical insurance premium, PPF, EPF, all those things will exist but you will not get the benefit of tax saving. Because in the new system there is a lower tax slab. This is what the government says. I think uh, there is nothing to worry immediately for the next few years but I think and it is a guess that over a long term over the next five, six, seven years I don't know when it will happen but 
I feel that you know the new system will stay and the old things will go away. So at some point government will say that okay the new system will be the only choice okay no old system. I don't know when it will happen and I am not sure it may happen or may not happen but this is my guess because government is very clear they want to shift to a more simple system where this is the slab this is your income and you pay this much of tax that's all no complication of uh, give the investment proof and that this and that okay uh, what stays i mean even in the new system if you shift to the new system what will stay so the employer contribution to epf and nps that will stay okay so you can always tell your employer that you can contribute on my behalf in the epf and in the nps so that at least that part gets tax free it does not come to me and gets taxable that you can do but i don't know how many people will do it so i think uh, what is the impact of this let me talk about that so i think in india in our country a lot of people invest and save for future uh, not by default i mean they are not doing it consciously that you know after so many years i have to save so much of money and hence i am buying this policy and hence i am buying uh, i am investing in ppf most of the investors do it because tax saving hai because there is tax saving kuch tax bach jayega so let me put the money and because the money is is logged in that they by default save for future now uh, if people move to new system okay and these things are not there i don't know what will happen will people actually invest just by saying that okay because my future uh, expenses are there and i need to have wealth in future let me invest in ppf let me you know uh, put into elss etc etc i don't know okay so let's move on so who will benefit from the new slabs who should actually choose the new slabs so i was doing the calculations and what i found out is that a very very small number of people will actually benefit from it okay only those people whose income is somewhere around 7 8 lakh rupees and they are not doing any deduction anything okay uh, only they will benefit I, i don't know how many people are in that range now i don't know much uh, many people who are having an income of 8 9 lakh rupees a year and they are not doing any atc and they are not doing any medical insurance uh, they have not put anything in that they have not put anything in ppf anything in isa policies any uh, any hra uh, i don't know anyone okay so only those people will benefit let me just show you an example so let's take an example of a person who is having a 8 lakh rupees of income okay gross income and they are not having any deductions and exemption i mean anything okay uh only that standard deduction of 50000 which is anyways available that is there that is all now if that is the case in that case the old regime taxation is 65000 rupees and if they shift to the new taxation system that the tax will be 46800 rupees so they will be actually saving 18000 rupees if they move to the new system but any person apart from this profile okay so any person who is actually maxing out that 1.5 lakh rupees uh, etc they are having some medical insurance premium they are having some home loan interest 
and uh, some HRA, uh, things like that, they are actually never going to benefit from the new uh, taxation regime unless the rates are changed. Okay. So uh, let me show you one example from here also. So uh, someone who is maxing out the ATC up to 1.5 lakh rupees and medical insurance let's say there is 20,000 rupees and home loan interest let me put 1.5 lakh rupees only even though uh, 2 lakh is possible okay let me create this profile so and the per year income is let's say 20 lakh rupees or 18 lakh rupees someone earning 1.5 lakh rupees for this profile if I see the old taxation old system uh, taxes two and a half lakh rupees and then if they change it to new way it will be 2.88 lakh rupees so they will actually pay more uh, tax they will be paying 37,000 rupees more tax if they shift to the new system so it does not make sense truly speaking okay so uh, so let's talk about uh, this so when do you change can you change between old and new system every year the answer is yes you can actually choose every year do you want to stay in the old system or the new system however there is one exception in case you have a business income then you will have to stick to whatever option you choose forever okay uh, yeah so for all those people who have any kind of business income bad news you will have to stick to whatever you choose forever okay so those that was the main uh, crux of uh, the budget that is the main part which i wanted to talk about now let me talk a little bit about the nri part because i think there is a lot of confusion there so the first thing is that the definition of nri is changed in this uh, budget N earlier any person who was out of india more than uh, for more than 182 days they were considered as nri but now a person has to be out of India for at least 245 days. Only then they will be considered as an NRI unless uh, otherwise they will be considered a resident. So that is one change. And the other change is that government said that uh, now all those NRIs who are not tax resident in any other country, they will be taxable in India for all their global income. What does this mean? Let me explain. Uh, there were a lot of people, what they were doing is they, they used to stay in three, four countries, okay, out of India. And technically they were not resident of any country. So if a person was, let's say in India for three months, then they shifted to some other country for four months. Then they again went to another country for three months and like this, so they were not resident of any country as per the rules of those countries. So they were not paying taxes anywhere because you don't pay tax here okay, on your uh, global income. Uh, so government actually filled that loophole. Okay, Many people were exploiting that loophole. So they have just closed it. Uh, there is a lot of confusion and there is still a lot of confusion uh, on Twitter and, and whatnot that all those NRIs who are out of India who are not paying any taxes uh, there uh, wherever they are staying they will have to pay tax in india but this is incorrect actually i also interpreted it like this and i also uh, tweeted it like this but later i realized that uh, it was it is wrong i deleted that tweet also so the actual thing is that 
if you're not a tax resident of another country then you will have to pay tax in india so so if you are let's say in uae for example okay or any other country where there is zero taxation okay so you are not paying tax there but because there is no tax itself so you are still tax resident from tax point of view you you are a resident of that country but because there is zero tax or very less tax hence you are not paying in that case you will not be paying don't worry there is nothing no issue you will not be paying taxes in india okay okay i hope this is clear very 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 less number of nris will be impacted because of this okay now uh, two more things i'll talk about uh, the first thing is that uh, the bank deposit insurance is raised from 1 lakhs to 5 lakh rupees so your money in banks is uh, secured up to 5 lakh rupees okay earlier it was 1 lakh rupees so that's a good part and the last thing is that the ddt which is dividend distribution tax that is now you can say removed because now the dividends will be taxed in your hands so earlier what used to happen there was ddt which is dividend distribution tax applied on the dividends on the companies so the companies were paying to government and whatever was remaining it was passed to the investor and you were not able you were not supposed to pay any tax because the tax was already paid okay it was tax free for you but now all the money will come to you and you will be paying the tax as per your slab rate let me give an example so let's say a uh, company said that here is the 100 rupees which i want to give in the dividends so roughly companies paid uh, 20% tax okay 20 point something but let's take it as 20% uh in some cases even more but let's stick to 20% so so out of that 100 rupees they paid 20 rupees to the government and the 80 rupees they passed it to you and you did not have to pay anything okay now you will get all that 100 rupees and you will be paying Uh, the taxes as per your slab rate so all those people who are in the higher tax slab and if you are having considerable income through dividends it can be from stocks it can be from mutual funds also okay you have the dividend option there right so uh, in case you are getting any dividends you will pay higher taxes because you are in 30% slab if you are in a lower slab like 0% or 10% then it is a good news for you okay and above 5000 rupees if there is any dividend there will be tds applied okay remember this point okay so i think i have covered most of the points i hope uh, now things will be more clear for you okay uh, so that is all mm, that is all i had to share thanks a lot bye